You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. So I'm so excited. This episode is inspired by some big job change news that you have to share with us. Yes. Drum roll, please. I quit my job. (laughs) So we are recording this on April 18th. My last day is Friday. Yes. April 20th. You are in the home stretch. I am in the very home stretch. Um, So yeah, I quit my job. I know it might seem sudden um, to our listeners. It's something that you've known is coming. And it's something that Chris and I have actually been planning for a while. But we are really excited. All right. So we're going to get into more details. We're going to give you all the dirt and talk generally about transitioning from a more traditional job to working for yourself. But first, I think this definitely calls for a cocktail. It does. All right. I've got a little Trader Joe's uh, cocktail here mm-hmm. for us. I saw this on one of the many Trader Joe's feeds yes, that I follow. It's like a cult following. <laughs> There's so many good ones. So this is their lemon elderflower soda mm-hmm. that we've mentioned before mm-hmm, and that you love. are yes. a big fan of. And then it's just mint mixed with some of their canned rosé wine. I like it. Is rosé sparkling? You know, I feel Riddle like it does this. have a little bit a little okay. bit of carbonation effervescence Like in a it. Moscato kind of, like yeah. where it's just a little yeah, light. Yeah, just a little okay. bit. Exactly. All right. It's a very pretty pink. Cheers. Cheers, friend. Cheers mm. to you. Thank you so much. And, and big changes. Oh, big, big changes. Oh, that's good. Nice mm-hmm. and light. It's really refreshing. I like it mm-hmm. a lot. Okay, so I know you've been thinking about this big change for a while, and you and I have processed a lot of it out loud, but not out loud with the microphone. So um, tell us how you came to this decision, what you're going to do now. Okay. Give us the deets. All right. I feel like I have a lot of details. Okay, good. I'm I'm ready. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... I know we've mentioned it on the podcast. It's not always just a really big focus of the show, but I have been working full time mm-hmm. in case anyone mm-hmm. didn't know. And I know sometimes my like my Instagram feed doesn't always like reflect that just right. because at work right. there's not particularly, you know, photogenic things happening yeah. and yeah. whatnot. But just in case anyone doesn't know, for the past six years I've been working full time as a science writer at Arizona State University. I write articles, reports, and other marketing materials about research at the university. Uh So it has been a really great job. It's not that I hate my job Mm -mm. or that it's a bad job. Um, I've honestly loved working for a university, the mission of higher education in particular. I've just found ASU to be this really great place to be, a really exciting place to be. Um, But I have decided to leave my job. Mm -hmm. And actually, Chris and I really made the decision about nine months ago, Mm -hmm. officially. So Mm -hmm. it's been kind of something that's been in the works and, and really, in a way, more generally for a few years, we kind of were just thinking, I was kind of thinking that about the time when Dash started kindergarten, I just, I knew I wanted some flexibility Mm -hmm. to be there to pick them up after school and Mm -hmm. just feel like I was having that bandwidth to just be involved in the way that I wanted to be involved. A lot of that just elementary school age time is stuff that just interests me that Mm -hmm. I look forward to Mm -hmm. as a mom. And so anyway, we kind of knew that I wanted some kind of flexibility, whether that was cutting back or working part time or Mm -hmm. not working at all. We weren't sure. Um, But just in the past couple of years, um, we've been saving a Mm -hmm. lot, like working towards setting that up. Yeah. Yeah. Working towards making that financially feasible and some things just really fell into place, including, um, Chris taking on a leadership Mm -hmm. position and him getting a raise that just kind of made it all fall into place and like shortened the timeline. Yeah. And just kind of Mm -hmm. made it look like, okay, actually I think that this works out for this year and it's perfect right ahead of when Dash is starting kindergarten. Um, so anyway, so that's just very exciting, but kind of also these other factors have been going on. Um, I mean, over just the past several years, I have been finding so much fulfillment from producing this podcast, Mm -hmm. from producing a podcast with Chris and from creating my own content on my blog, from writing a couple of essays. And 
as part of that, have just gotten connected to this bigger creative community Yes, at the same time. And something that happened along there was that then the the writing and publishing world started to become more demystified yes, to me. That's a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, and kind of made me realize that this this dream that I just always, you know, this long shot mm-hmm. dream that I had of being a published author suddenly mm-hmm. seemed kind of much more feasible mm-hmm. and much more like, hey, I mean, I I think I could do that. I mean, yeah. I might not be a best-selling author, but right. I think I could at least like get, get in the game maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then kind of all at that same time as I was getting more fulfillment from creating my own content um, and just getting more kind of excited about that, you know, then kind of the interest in my job started waning some yeah. because I was finding this fulfillment. It was creative starting to energy. outweigh a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so as that was happening, it started to feel like the trade-off of spending less time with my boys and on maybe some of the other projects that I was mm-hmm. doing nights and weekends, like suddenly that trade-off didn't feel as balanced anymore yeah. because for a long time it really did. Yeah. I really have enjoyed my job. I've really enjoyed many aspects of being mm-hmm. a working mom. Mm-hmm. And and there are definitely times I can look back and I remember just feeling like, I feel like this life balance, like I feel really good about yeah. it. I feel like I'm getting really great quality time with my family. They're getting great care while I'm away. And then mm-hmm. I'm off at my job doing these interesting, fulfilling things. Yeah. And it just felt Isn't very it like you ever felt this like, I hate this. Something yeah. has to give. Right, like, right. It was it's urgent just, yeah, situation. It's just really interesting how it's just the <clears throat> shift over time. And I think really just serves to remind me and I hope maybe just to remind many of our listeners that just like things change Mm -hmm. and and you can change how you feel about things nothing has to be forever and and something that you loved you might not feel the same way about and that's okay right you know Mm -hmm. so so anyway um and then kind of at at the same time this year with Chris taking on this leadership position he suddenly got so much busier. Yeah. He needed to do some work in the evenings. He's had more evening commitments mm-hmm. or early morning meetings, um, much less or no working from home, right. which kind of gave us this midweek reset where right. the house would Catch get up tidy. on laundry exactly. at least. Whatever, that yeah. that, was ha- that used to happen. And I kind of realized halfway through the year, why is this feeling so hard? Like yeah. we knew he'd get busier, yeah. but it was kind of that home piece that it was like, Oh, there's nobody here doing yeah, those things. That yeah. actually was this like stopping point yeah. halfway through the week. Usually that apparently really made a big difference. And so honestly, it just felt like life got to this unsustainable pace mm-hmm. and we've talked about it. I try, I feel like we try as a family mm-hmm. very hard to yes. keep life at a manageable like very pace. Very conscious of that. Yeah. Very much so. And so it just felt like it was kind of getting out of our control. Um, just many more rushed mornings or rushed evenings. Just feeling like I just couldn't wait to get through bedtime to have some time to myself. But then at the same time, I don't want to just rush through bedtime. Mm-hmm. Like this is the hour and a half that I get to spend with my boys right. this evening, you right. know? So, um, Anyway, just kind of, kind of all of that. Um, so, I've had this kind of nine months to process a lot of things mm-hmm. because this is just a really big change. And I will say, when I've gotten kind of stressed or just, you know, as I've been kind of thinking about a change, even before this year, Chris has said, you know, do you want to quit your job earlier? Mm-hmm. And I would always just be like, no, no, like I'm just stressed or yeah, right. Yeah. I, no, I'm not ready to do that. Mm-hmm. It was something important to me as part of my identity. Um, so there has just been a lot of processing this mm-hmm. year. I think part of that too is just recognizing that there's a lot of privilege in being mm-hmm. able to, to choose, choose. Yeah, to quit absolutely. my job and to be able to still live comfortably on one salary. So I definitely am very very much recognize that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also just that we had this long lead time. We've been able to be thinking of this Mm -hmm. for a few years, even if we didn't have a specific date, we kind of knew we wanted to be building up savings, simplifying Mm -hmm. in other places so we could um, make that work Um, and just kind of, yeah, having that time to, to save and plan. So, yeah. um, But so, okay. Onto the fun part, what I'm going to be doing now. Okay. (laughs) Um, so it's going to be 
it's going to be really kind of a mix. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to c- continue to produce the podcast mm-hmm. that I do. Um, I'm so excited to produce yes. this podcast in the daytime. Yeah. Like we, okay, we were talking you. about this. We will either get way more with it and way more fun and yeah. just like have so much energy. You'll be like, whoa, why are you, why are you talking so fast? Like, are these we'll be the awake. same hosts that yeah. I am used to? Or we'll be really boring because maybe we're just fun because we're slap happy exactly. after we're, bedtime exactly. recording. I think we just get like real tired after yeah. 8 p.m. So, so it, it, it could go either way, friends. I'm not promising anything. <laughs> Let us know. Um, so very excited just to have some of my like best waking yes. hours for, yes. for those projects. Um, I'm really hoping to pick back up with consistent blog writing just Mm -hmm. in terms of like keeping up the practice of writing in my portfolio. And then I want to work on completing a book manuscript. Put it in the universe. That's right. Right. I'm going to follow right in your Uh footsteps and we will be able to be book accountability (laughs) partners. There we go. Um, I kind of have an idea for a nonfiction book to like get my feet wet, but then ultimately I really want to write a fiction manuscript and I would love to publish a novel. Whether through traditional or self-publishing. Yeah, that's incredible. I'm excited. (sighs) So, so that's kind of, that's kind of generally. Um, So this, this summer, I am very excited and very lucky. I get to kick off this new chapter with two full weeks a full-time childcare. Yeah, because they're already in it. They're already in it. So we're going <laughs> to keep it up for a little yep. bit longer. So I'm going to get a little bit of a breather. That's um, so nice. We've got some, it's going to be, regroup. it's going to be really, really nice because I think that it's just. You'd have a culture shock, I think, if yeah, you went straight from like. For sure. Full-time, you know what I mean? To expecting to, to exactly, expecting mom. too much of myself yeah. or something. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I am all about transitions and like giving space mm-hmm. for That's that. Really I smart. think that is really important. And I think just letting it sink in, I keep thinking, okay, this time next week, I will not be working anymore. Mm-hmm. I will not be getting a paycheck anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to get up and go to my job. And I, I'll admit like I get a little flutter yeah. in my stomach. Yeah. Like it's a little bit scary, even though I know it's what I want to do. So it'll be nice to just have some space yes. to settle Process into that. that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and this summer I'll have some part-time childcare. So I'm planning to just kind of decompress and, and think about, what projects I want to take on, how I want to structure my days and Mm -hmm. kind of that, just do some Mm -hmm. like good planning. Um, And then once the school year starts, Dash will be in kindergarten, which Mm -hmm. is so exciting. Um, And Cedric is going to go to preschool starting out two days a week. Okay. So I'll have two days to myself, like Mm -hmm. two like full Full school school days. days. Okay. Um, and then I'll have three days That's with him at home. That'll be so nice. I'm very excited. I like the full days because I have to say my little... Mm-hmm. four hour chunks yeah with 20 minute drive that's on either side of them is not by. really enough it's yeah. go by so the fast. full day is really enough to even if I had just two full days was yeah. nicer last year to yeah. really be able to like mm-hmm. get in the zone of whatever you're doing yeah so. it's interesting because um yeah I don't quite know how to gauge it yet because on the one hand it feels like so much more time than I have now yeah but on the other hand it it is a lot of time and it isn't. Right. I'm going to have to be very disciplined still with like, my yeah, time. Some strategy there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and so that's kind of a lot about me and what's going on. But um, I, listeners might remember that quitting a full time job to focus on writing is something that you've done too. We, Twinsies. we talked about mm-hmm. it way long yeah. time ago, like one of our early, yeah. you're deep in the archives episode called School. <laughs> quitting and scorpion slaying i feel like i need to revisit that that was just like slaying in general that that episode was all about how we were going to slay something that's right um but so can you share again how you made that decision like what how you were working and how you made that decision um just because i think that you probably felt this it can just feel really weird probably to quit a job in general but especially when you're not going to another job Mm -hmm. and when you quit a job that you really do enjoy Mm -hmm. on so many levels and that you're qualified to do that you had planned to do so 
talk, talk yeah. me through this. Before friend. I get into that, I have to say okay. I am so excited for you and selfishly very excited oh. because I want you to join my club. Yes. My club of like working from home yes. slash stay at home mom. <laughs> and yeah, I just feel like we have at sometimes definitely uh, on both of our ends for different life circumstances, but been hanging on by a thread with this podcast, like just barely getting it done. And yeah. I'm super proud of that, but I'm also excited to just have a little more bandwidth overall, collective bandwidth, I think, especially yeah. like I'll have both kids in kindergarten mm-hmm. and you will have more, you know, time to do with what you please and we won't have yeah. to be doing bedtime all the time. Right. And so I just, I'm super excited I think it's to have gonna you. Be, I think, it's I think gonna we work be, well together. So I think I'm excited it's gonna be to, really good. to do that. So, okay. Yeah. I do feel like when I quit, there was something very daunting about like, I went to school for this and it was something I needed a license for mm-hmm. even. And like, that feels like a big deal to walk away mm-hmm, from. Like, mm-hmm. would I be starting all over if I went back? Mm-hmm. Like, I have, try- I'm going to keep up my license just because it's right. Like, what would even happen? It changes right. so much in education. Right. I'd have probably would start over. Right. Um, but yeah, it is particularly difficult to walk away from that and from something that you enjoy and that is a, a passion of yours. Like, mm-hmm. there's a component of your job too, mm-hmm. the writing component and that community right, exactly. of writers that you'd built. Like, that is a passion of yours that you're walking away from and teaching definitely was that mm-hmm. for me, it was always something I wanted to do, but then writing was my other, what I want to mm-hmm. be when I grow up, you mm-hmm. know? And I was like, I will never get to that other. I just know I won't, I mm-hmm. won't get to that other unless I put this other thing mm-hmm. on the shelf for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't have to say it's permanently, right. you know, I don't have to completely change my identity, but yeah, a job like that too is very, um, it is very identity Mm-hmm. tied like yeah you're, you're a teacher or a nurse or a firefighter right. like you're a community it's helper like you're right not in so, it for the money yeah <laughs> so like you're considered this kind of community servant and when you are at a dinner party and someone asks you what you do and you say I'm a teacher it's like everybody knows exactly what that means and you know how to answer that question and mm-hmm. they're like oh what great and everyone mm-hmm. thinks it's so sweet so there was it was definitely um that that part was a little difficult mm-hmm. for me but yeah I was just burnt out teaching though too and yeah. had a really rough year with crazy administrative things going on and whatever and just needed a change regardless. And so um, I remember having a conversation with Jeremiah and he just said, because in my mind it was tied to having kids too. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to have kids like towards the end of my teaching career mm-hmm. and it wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was just hoping it would work out where like I got pregnant and it was like, oh, I want to stay home right. and do these other things, Perfect. right? And it just wasn't happening like that. Mm-hmm. So then I had this stress of like, well, this other thing that I want to do is dependent on me having kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember a conversation where he said like, very clearly, like, you don't need an excuse. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want to do, like quit tying it to that. Mm-hmm. We'll make it work. Um, and so, yeah, that was just a big gift and a big privilege. Again, like I, mm-hmm. I agree with that and feel feel that strongly too. Mm-hmm. Um and I just, I knew I didn't want to necessarily do both or couldn't do both well, yeah. in my opinion, yeah. at the same time, um, being a mom, writing all three things really and teaching. And so yeah. something had to give. So mm-hmm. decided to try something new. Yeah. Okay. So what are you excited to leave behind from your job? Oh. And what are you looking forward to? Like, what <sighs> are you like, peace out on the way out the door about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, without naming names. Right. No, exactly. No, really. You like your coworkers though. I really, really do. And honestly, I, I have this, it feels like almost this magical group of colleagues because I've been with the same team. I've been at ASU for six years and with the same team for four or four and a half and so many of the people are the same. Mm-hmm. It just seems like there's been very little turnover. And it is this group of people. They are incredibly creative. I work with mm-hmm. writers, videographers, designers, web designers. Yeah. So they can just do anything. Make beautiful websites, make animations, make videos, mm-hmm. um, make it all come together in these amazing ways. And it has been amazing. You know, they can take things that I write and create an amazing animation and make it come to life yeah. and make me feel emotions about it that, yeah. you know, I didn't even know possible. Um like it's really pushed me as a creative person when I see what they're doing. Yes. Um, so anyway, it just, it is a really incredible, incredible group of people. So that is definitely hard. Um, but one, one thing about my job that I am excited to leave behind is not being totally in control of 
my time and also my workflow. Mm -hmm. And so I I do have a lot of autonomy in my job and kind of get to set my own schedules for things. I really like that. But something that'll happen is that a request will come down from from like the president's office or the senior vice president's office. And it is drop everything and this is the priority right now. Mm -hmm. And I just find that so hard because that's not how I work well. I work well on a schedule and I've scheduled my day out. You've been so thoughtful about that. Exactly, I've scheduled my week out and that just, it just gives me this like anxiety Mm -hmm. almost and just a frustration, Yeah, you know, because I don't have any control over it. And so it just always feels like, oh, like I hate, not being in well, the it's, it's got to be hard not to resent that project yeah. then like ah you ruined right. everything <laughs> and especially too when sometimes it's that real marketing type yeah. of writing which yeah. is not what I love to do I'm really glad that I've been so exposed to it because I've learned a lot yes. but it's not my favorite to do and so yeah it's usually the you know drop everything and make pull this to- thing look pull good. together yeah. this random data or sometimes it's um something that I've put together before but it they want it sliced and diced in a different way. Mm. And it's like, oh, you know, feels yucky. Yeah. I've like already done this. Um, so not having to be in an office far from yes. my house yes. because I do have a long commute. Yeah. Um, it eats I, up a big chunk of your day. It you eats know? up a huge chunk of my day. And I've, I've made the best of it. Like I've mentioned, I actually mm-hmm. enjoy my commute right now because I either am spending time with Chris or I'm listening to podcasts. Like it's, it's a very relaxing time, but I still would rather be doing something else and not be spending all that time in the car. Um, so yeah, just, and I don't know, I am just, um, kind of a homebody. I just Mm -hmm. kind of like being closer to home. And so not having to be so far away four or five days a week will Mm -hmm. just, will just be really nice. Um, the rushed mornings and evenings. I mean, I know we'll still have some rushed mornings and evenings, but I think it will be such a difference. Um, just because now we're going to be going to a neighborhood school. We don't have to get in the car every single day. Um, the evenings, the boys will be home earlier. Right now, our evenings, we're getting home usually at like 5.40 to yeah, 6. Yeah, that's late with little ones. That is so mm-hmm. hard. It's so hard. And we try to stick to the early it's bedtime. It's like the witching hour, like the worst time of day to yeah. be transitioning kids And it's anything. hard because they need that time to transition. But then I feel like we're constantly, you know, no, we Hurry. don't We yep. don't have time for coloring. Yep. We have to eat dinner. We have to get right into your pajamas. And I, I, just, I just really don't like that. It doesn't yeah. like go along with just my nature I'd like to give everything some more time and then yeah it doesn't feel like the best quality time I do feel like we do a really good job of of making the time quality Mm -hmm. you know as much as we can Mm -hmm. I don't think that we're not spending quality time with the boys or they're not getting mm-hmm. good time with us or, you know. And that there's just going to be that, like sometimes yeah. some days yeah. or evenings are just management. Yeah, and exactly. It's fine. Like exactly. not everything's going to be magical. Yeah. Like I don't think that we are, that if if I continued to work full time, it would be detrimental to right, them in right. any way. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it just will be nice to slow that pace a little bit. Um, another one is, even though I have actually really generous vacation and sick time, just not having to worry about to vacation about and it. sick time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think because I am just so self-directed and structured, mm-hmm. I just am like, I don't want to deal with any of someone else's structure, Mm -hmm. you know? And so just not having to worry about that and then not having to worry or think about work when I am taking care of a sick kiddo yeah, or just on vacation. There might be some of that here and there because I do hope to have some some projects in the works or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I think, but I do think that it will just feel um, different. Um, Okay. So and more on the side of what I'm looking forward to, uh, one is being totally immersed in the work that I do. I, I do just find that the podcasting, when I'm editing a podcast, when I'm planning one out, when I'm writing, when I'm even like working on, you know, like my blog website or Mm -hmm. something like that, I can just work on that for hours. And I love that. I love to work hard. I love to get into the flow. Um, It's a very satisfying for me, but I have just found that I get less of that at work and I think part of it like I said is just kind of a bit of a waning interest and so always in the back of my head I'm kind of fending off Mm -hmm. those other ideas and interests Mm -hmm. and kind of trying to keep those at bay Um, honestly I think part of it too just my 
kind of work si- my desk situation mm-hmm. at work. It's just a totally open office like environment. Hard to like focus like so many are. Yeah. Um, and then I ha- I have a standing desk and it's like this it's like this command center. It's one of these ones that like raises like, up rrr. up and out. <laughs> yeah. I used to have the desk that was just flat and raised like just straight uh-huh. vertically up and down. But now I have this one that comes like vertical and out horizontally. Yeah. So like when it's all the way out and I do spend a lot of time standing, but I just feel like I'm standing like three feet away from my desk, like in the middle of the walkway practically. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And we don't, it's, it's not like cozy. No, right. I just feel like I'm out in the middle of stuff. And sometimes <laughs> it's so funny. And it is just unfortunately a, like not a really big office space. Um, but because there's no good congregating areas, sometimes what will happen then is people are walking by each other. And they need to chat and they'll just like stop and talk. But it's like they're right behind me. Like literally I'm right like, behind I'm right <laughs> like this. You're standing basically at my desk, guys. <laughs> I'm right here. Like, I know the rest of my desk is up there, but I'm way back here. (laughs) Um, So anyway, that I'm very excited about getting my little home office environment set up. Um, And I'm just, I'm so excited to be doing this actually right at the time that I am. Um, You know, even though Dash is going to kindergarten, I'm actually going to get to spend more time with him because he gets out of school earlier Mm -hmm. and I'll be able to pick him up. And then at the same time, I just feel like Cedric is at this, oh, he is at such a great age. He's three. Yeah. He's so easygoing. He is so fun. You're like, the twos, that's fine if I worked full time through that part. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I do feel like. There is. It's like the quality is not just quite there. I mean, it's just, it's survival for those couple years. Yeah. I think that if I had done this earlier, it it definitely just would have been a different dynamic. And maybe I would have approached it just feeling more like, okay, this is going to be, you know, it's going to be good. Work. It's going to be yeah. some work. But re- now it kind of feels like it's mostly going to be enjoyable. We yeah. can go to the library. He can run some errands with it's me. It's worth it we to like have a take play them date. places. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it just feels like this. Um, it feels like this is going to be this really great balance. And then having that time to myself as well during right. the weeks, I just think will be so fulfilling and, and energizing. And like I said, podcasting in daylight hours, we've been yeah. texting about this and like kind of counting down. Yeah. This is our last evening recording potentially. Yeah. And like once we get together behind the mics, it's always all good. Yes. But like it is it, literally it, dragging it, ourselves it there takes, sometimes. It takes some mental and, like, yeah. like cheering myself on yes. some motivation. Like, yes. come on, you can do this. <laughs> so it, that, that will be really nice to just yes. be able to apply some, to just not have to scramble for those hours. Yeah. I mean, I think even already we're planning on doing some batch recording uh-huh. and some things to get like yeah. even more caught up, which then hopefully frees up time for maybe other creative things we want to do yeah. individually or as a team or whatever. Exactly. So it's exciting. Exactly. Um, okay. So I wanted to ask you, since you've gone through this transition before of working full time outside the home to working for yourself and doing a stay at home, work from home thing, I wanted to ask for any advice in navigating this transition. Are there things you wish you'd known earlier or what are some of the things you figured out along the way that you think might help me? Um, guide me okay so wise one not that I think you'll have a hard time with this (laughs) part of it actually but I really did and Uh still struggle with it but making for yourself some sort of schedule and trying to stick to it because the problem is um I think that it's very easy to leave that all super loosey-goosey and then it's easy to be either always working or never working yeah there's like Mm -hmm. not a lot of in between so Uh you have to be really I feel like I have to be very regimented. Like I'm working from 11 to two. Mm -hmm. And after that, I need to consciously put it away because I'm in the same space that I was just working. But now I have homework to help with. And I have, all I'm going to do is feel frustrated. I feel like that's been even really hard for me this year because I'm switching gears so Mm -hmm. often with the kids' schedules that I have to be like, no, literally like go put your phone in another room Mm -hmm. because someone's going to be messaging you with an order or you're going to want to do some podcast stuff. And then this is like their neediest time after school. Right. So I think that that, um, switching gears Mm -hmm. more often with less, yeah, that's interesting. Less lead time is just, you can be, again, you can be like, Oh, I can just blow everything off today and never work. Or you can be always technically working, but not getting much done. So yeah, that is something I'm always working on. Um, 
And then I think like your one thing I would say that I really struggled with, like I feel like I went through a little bit of grieving, Mm -hmm. like not working full time just Mm -hmm. from a a liberated woman perspective from a, I worked really hard for this degree perspective Mm -hmm. um, from an identity perspective. So just to remember that like your identity is not what you do or you produce, Mm -hmm. because I think then the other um, compelling thing is to be like, well, I gotta, I gotta make this worth it now. Like I gotta really do something with this. And I think it's awesome that you're having like your little sabbatical Mm -hmm. and just time to, to lead into that and not jumping in feeling like, okay, well, I better have my manuscript ready next month, you know? So give yourself permission for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But then on the other side of that, I think some of it is like owning it, like Mm -hmm. not to feel awkward about the question, what do you do? You You know? And just be like, well, I'm a writer. Yeah. And then go from there or whatever, however you want to answer that. But that was one. And maybe because again, I'm a teacher is such like a, defining thing so that was hard for me but I think that still I work on that like what do I what do I do Mm -hmm. I don't know a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. so just say the everything is that you do and that's fine and yeah most people think that's cool anyways Mm -hmm. um and then just enjoy it like yeah oh take advantage of the flexibility take advantage of your time with Cedric before he's in kindergarten just I'm excited about enjoy it even though it can be um I'm sure there'll be moments where you're like uh right yeah I miss the routine of that or I miss like he's driving me nuts today right. and I right. my, <laughs> I would like to be dropping him off at daycare right my now. My office in the, my desk in the middle of the office walkway sounds yeah, really nice. Exactly. <laughs> so, but just, I, and I'm sure you will. You're so good about, you know, being super intentional about that. But yeah, I am trying to just already anticipate <laughs> the, when I have a stressful day or, you know, whatever, there are going to be stressful things about my new work situation right now. I'm so focused on all the positives mm-hmm. and ultimately I think that those win out, but that it could, I'm sure feel surprising and like this was a bad idea. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like what, what am I doing? Or this wasn't supposed to be stressful this way. Like there'll be new stressful things that mm-hmm. I haven't even encountered or right. um, thought of yet. Right. And just to remember that they're probably always scariest and hardest at first. Yes. And then, but it's just going to be kind of part of it. Totally. All. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the identity, the identity part is really interesting because, you know, that's something that I've been thinking a lot about. And one aspect of it is also is that I have really liked being literally a voice of a Mm full-time working mom, Mm -hmm. kind of in this podcasting, creative online Uh sphere. Um, because I don't think that you see as much of that, but honestly, it's hard because one reason why you don't is because it's a lot of work. Yeah. And so a lot of people are either doing it for their full-time jobs or have some kind of flexibility. Right. You know, they're maybe not working a full-time traditional job. They're freelancing or doing some other things. And so I liked being able to offer that full-time traditional job perspective. Right. And so I do feel like I'm grieving a little bit or just like, like processing thinking Mm -hmm. about the fact that I'm transitioning away from that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, like, I don't want that to come across as a, some sort of greater message either kind of like you said, um, because it's not that I think that working full-time was a bad decision for right. our family. Like I'm, right. I'm not making this decision because I felt... Like you regret anything. Right, yeah. exactly. Or, or because I think that it's just so significantly better for, you know, my children that I'm, right. that I'm not working. Well, because I think that is a common narrative, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. like I... I couldn't, I couldn't ask my family to sacrifice anymore mm-hmm. or I needed to be there for my kids as if mm-hmm. you're not there for your kids right, yeah. as a working mom. And I don't think that yeah. that's always the case. I right. don't think it's like one or the other. Right, exactly. And there's just so many different reasons and, you know, and, and situations. But I guess what I've just been thinking so much about um, you know, and even just being in online communities and having friends with lots of different working situations mm-hmm. It just seems like it really does come down to, um, you know, 
if you're able to have a choice, like what fulfills you? Yeah. And, and like I said, that sort of for me shifted. Right. For a while, it was working this full-time job and kind of doing these things on the side and kind of over time that shifted and my full-time job stopped feeling as fulfilling and this other stuff outside of work was, was calling. Becoming, was yeah, calling your name. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. was, so... So are you doing anything to mark the significance of this transition? And you said you're giving yourself like those two weeks and yeah. that's kind of a, you know, yes, Decom- built in Decom- uh-huh. decompressed time. And I, I do love just taking that time, giving things closure. And I've noticed there is a particular time. Time is so weird, um, but it does seem like around these big things, mm-hmm. I think there's this opportunity when time can slow down or there's this opportunity because things are changing, you're kind of much more likely, it seems like to make memories almost Mm, or to have mm -hmm. it impress upon you. Like around the holidays. Like it's just just, significant. Yeah, a vacation. I think you're doing different things. So I think Mm -hmm. that kind of sticks in your brain more. So I kind of almost think of it like as this little span of time gift, like the things you do during this time, you might really have a chance to remember more or mm-hmm. just have more significance. So That's yeah, cool. just kind of thinking about yeah. them. So I do want to do kind of significant things like that, like take that time and really spend some time just reflecting and kind of step back a little mm-hmm. bit. So after my very last day um, at work on Friday, I'm planning to not work the full day. I can't believe I'll really have much to do after <laughs> noon. <laughs> um, it's like the last day of school. Yeah, exactly. Like I am done. Um, so before I pick up the boys, I've been trying to think of just how to mark that yeah. very last day. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think what I've think what I've settled on um, well, I definitely want to save up like some one of my favorite podcasts or something to listen to yeah. for the way home. Last like, commute, a very enjoyable last yeah. commute. Um, but I think I want to stop somewhere, maybe somewhere downtown Gilbert. Just stop and get a snack or a mm-hmm. coffee. Sit with my journal and mm-hmm. just like write you what know, you're thinking at the actually moment. Actually, write yeah. in my handwriting and just kind of capture those feelings because. Yeah. You know this. You don't uh, get that moment yeah. back. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what I'll. I'll never do something exactly like this again. So it does just feel really significant. Um, I think maybe that afternoon, maybe we'll go to happy hour all as mm-hmm. a family, um, and then. Uh, the day after Chris was so sweet. He really wanted to do something for me. He is throwing me a Kelsey turns the page party. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. Just lots of friends are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, we got our babysitter lined yes, up. We're all yes, set. I'm very, very excited. Um, and you know, I, I don't usually like being the center of attention. So honestly, when he first mentioned it, I sort of was like, Oh, like, no, we don't need to do anything yeah, big, yeah. but he was so excited. And I just, like it is, it so, is it's going to be so fun mm-hmm. to celebrate with everyone. And I just think it will be this great way to mark the occasion. And I just, I am so excited. And I feel like all the people in my life, you definitely included are just like helped me get here mm-hmm. in, in <laughs> such a way. I mean, certainly mm-hmm. this podcast, like I said, just opened up this world of creating content right. like from us and right. apparently there is an audience Someone who for wants that. that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just um anyway, so that will feel exciting yeah. to celebrate with all those people. Um let's see, uh, a couple of smaller things that I'm very excited about. So so this year, in knowing that I was planning on on quitting my job, um I have not bought any new work clothes yeah. or work shoes. You're going to get your new work from home <laughs> wardrobe. I'm going to get a new work from home wardrobe. I but love what, it. But what I'm excited about before then is that I am throwing away my work shoes. Because they're so like ready to go at this point. They anyways. were ready to go months ago, Erica. I don't even <laughs> want to show them to you. Like they don't smell so good now at this point. They're they not okay. literally falling apart. Like it's so funny. Just this week, this pair of little ballet flats that are really like I wear every day. But but it's gotten to the point where I thought, okay, I should get myself another pair of work shoes. But I was like, I don't want to spend money on it. Yeah. Like I just need to That's get not through what I it. Want. Yeah. This week, like the souls inside, they are coming out. <laughs> like they are done. So I am throwing those away. Done. It's going it. to feel so good. Ceremonial. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then just a few pieces of my work wardrobe I'll keep, but a lot of it, I'm just, I've been wearing it for years. Like yeah. I just had this capsule work mm-hmm. wardrobe that I loved, but I'm just 
over it. Yeah. I'm just done with those clothes. I don't see myself needing them because I don't otherwise wear them outside of work. That's really funny. I feel like I went through a major like style Mm. transition when Mm -hmm. I quit because I was like teaching especially too. It's just so like you have to think about where things are cut for bending over small children and just not that I'm wearing scandalous things (laughs) now, but like it's just. Yeah. Different a lot more yeah you have to be very considerate of that kind of stuff and it what I was dressing way more conservative than mm. is my style yeah, as gotcha. a teacher because it was what was easy to like right. put outfits together with right. or whatever so I yeah I just definitely enjoyed like yeah wearing some ripped jeans yeah. and you know <laughs> doing that kind of thing so this is interesting so I have been thinking about my my work from home wardrobe and I I don't know what you will think about this um <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know I'm an overbuyer, so I'm like, I mean, can we go shopping? I know. We'll see. Here's what you're going to be so disappointed. I know. I'm going to. I want. I was thinking about this, like generally, kind of like, what do I want to wear? But then I thought about how many days it's actually going to be. You know, two or two or three days a week, I'm going to be at home, um, and I decided that I just want, like, I think, like a work uniform. <laughs> I know you hate you it. You can wear anything and you want to wear it. <laughs> I know. So I found, and, and this is interesting too. So I found um, this brand of clothing that's all, you know, ethically made in the U.S. Like da 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 da. But it's kind of artsy looking. There's uh-huh. a lot of linen. Oh, okay. Which I've never really worn much of. So we're going to go a little art professor? Yeah. A little Birkenstock? A little... Well, I don't know Birkenstocks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can quite do that. They're very in right now. That's a little... They're that's a, Honestly, it's a little hippie for me. <laughs> but this is more like... I don't know. To me, it looks a little artsy. So like these... Like a pair of linen pants uh-huh. with just like a real... Like a couple of simple white top or black top or something Uh and then the other one that they have that i really like is this um short sleeve wrap top full length like jumpsuit oh yeah that's cute you could rock a jumpsuit i feel like i could i'm kind of too short for a jumpsuit do it okay vicariously so anyway so i live vicariously so i think i just want to have like two outfits well (laughs) maybe get a couple versions of this get two (laughs) pairs of linen pants at least kelsey i don't know if i can erica (laughs) You can do it. I'll start there. I'm buying you some. Give me the website and it will be your congratulations present. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. So anyway, I am, I am very, I am very excited about that. And yeah, but I do like that. I think that look is a good, you'll be comfy. I want to be comfortable, but but I feel put together. But yeah, but from working so long and, you know, in kind of a business casual environment, I think in order to feel like I'm going to work, I do have to feel put together. So yeah, I I need kind of the both. I want to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I want to feel put together and I do want to feel a little artsy. Yeah. So you're like funky artist now. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Um, and I wanted to ask, did, did you do anything significant to mark your transition? Um, I remember remember booking, I think right after I told them I wasn't signing my contract for the Mm. following year, I booked my big trip to New York to blog her. Oh yeah. Which just felt like that was like at the end of that summer. So it was right around the time that I would have been going back to school. Oh, that's nice. And I was like, okay, this is like, I'm going to do this big adventure in the city all on my own into this new creative world and like just put myself in that community. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was, and again, just so I really relate to what you say about like it just being so such an impressionable time. Mm -hmm. Like I remember every detail of that Mm -hmm. trip, I feel like, cause it just Mm -hmm. felt so significant yeah so yeah that was probably my big thing yeah I don't know if I did anything else major I did a lot of watching reality tv just because I could yeah but you won't do that I probably won't do that it's fine I it's healthier do you know what I have that I'm so excited about this summer (laughs) I have a long list of all these organization projects I want to (laughs) do what do you mean oh like around the house around the house like like writing or something donation no like you're like what could you give away kelsey (laughs) (laughs) no i thought you meant like something you wanted to do like i thought of an organization like a non-profit organization you're like you're taking on a volunteer are you starting on an organization no no stop me if i I try to do that no i i can see that because you feel like life just kind of gets away from you when you're yeah there's all these there's all these especially places like my closet shelf that i use every day and it's just become like all this flotsam yes stuff but i don't have time so yeah. and I, every day you're reminded every about day. it <laughs> and 
And so putting it on the list, you know, something interesting that has happened, you know, this year, as we've known that I was counting down, but um, I I just told my job six weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So I gave them a long lead time. But you know, really, it's all very new that it's like all official and everything um, is just that even when you have this countdown and you know there's this big change coming it's still really hard like if like if you're changing from something that's hard like sometimes you know chris would say you know well just only two months left and i'd be like yeah but i still have to do the two months yeah you know and it's stressful when it's stressful every day Mm -hmm. um so anyway so just kind of in that time it has been really hard to put aside all those little things that i just feel like i never have time to get to that I'm just, you know, and it all feels kind of magnified then when you're like, exactly. Oh, I'm so close. Exactly. <laughs> to being so able to close, do that. but yeah. so far away. Um, anyway, so yes, just kind of having mm-hmm. some time to tackle all that. So who's very good for, very good for it. me. I love it. All right. Well, I'm excited for you. Thank you. Listeners buckle up. Kelsey <laughs> is the conductor on this train to begin with, and she's going to have a lot more time on her hands. So, oh man, I mean, I, who even knows what offerings we will have for you? Where I'm taking this train. Exactly. I'm ready. I'm for, well, I'm for the ride. I'm so glad you're along for the ride. And honestly, like I said, I mean, just without this podcast, without you and you like blazing this path mm. of being a writer, being a creative person, I just, I don't know. It just like show, showed me this way that I don't think oh, I'd ever thought I'm about so glad. before. So I'm so, so glad. Thank you. You have cheered me on and gotten me through this year too. So oh, I appreciate yeah. that. Okay, how about obsessions? Okay. Other than your new career yes, change. That that is that is the big one. Okay, so I have an obsession that actually goes along with my new artsy okay. my new artsy wardrobe. Okay. okay. So they are my new earrings. They're so cute. You're gonna have to help me describe this. So it is like um a thin a thin gold circle. Yes. Um, and there's a little post on the back, like at the top, at the top of the circle. Mm -hmm. So when I put them in my ear, it's not like a hoop, like the whole circle is just on the front of my lobe. Yes. And it just looks like a little circle Mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. Um, they are about the width of my, yeah, about the width of the top of my pinky. So, so cute. So just like night teeny, but not big subtle, but a little something different. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is from, we'll link to it in the show notes, but it's from this brand called Abel. And it's out of Nashville and kind of they are one of like a social good company Mm -hmm. as well. All the goods are, I think, you know, go towards empowering women and giving women this new career, maybe especially women from um, impoverished countries or things like that. And so I bought these earrings and another necklace and just all of their stuff is kind of this just kind of minimalist a little understated but i don't know i just a little twist done yeah but i just realized i love it so much like there are a lot of you know statement necklaces are in and bigger earrings and stuff and i think i always try to like that and i just realized that's just it's not me right it's i never feel quite comfortable Mm -hmm. wearing it and just when i got these and the necklace i got i just felt like this just feels like me. Yeah. It is. Oh, totally. Really cool thing to find yeah. these pieces, whether it's clothes or jewelry or makeup even, mm-hmm. and just feels more like yourself. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Like the, this is the enhanced version of me. Yeah. Like, just like this expression of my style yes. and my preferences. So anyway, that just feels really nice and kind of helped me. I don't know. Realize that like, yeah, this is my style. Like yeah. I don't need to go for the big stuff. Yeah. I found some yes. stuff that I like. I so. like it. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you? Okay. Mine is all Trader Joe's items. Just, which I generally just can't actually, no, <laughs> just obsessed oh, with Trader Joe's just, in case you didn't know yet. Calling no, no, Trader no. Joe's your obsession? All three or four really of these okay. items are okay. Trader Joe's. Lay and I don't understand me. how we keep finding more things to talk about. Like, on an obsessed level. That's the magic of that freaking tiny, tiny store. little grocery store <laughs> with 70s branding. I like, what? Well, it's incredible. Okay. 70s island branding. So there is a new granola. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. new or if maybe seasonal, okay. but I hadn't seen it before. Okay. So it's toasted coconut granola. I saw I that. I love toasted coconut. I love toasted. I saw In all that. the things. It almost so, made it to my cart. Oh, it's so good. Okay, I'm So I it. am now mixing that with 
Also really good there is their Greek yogurt oh. because it's just the best yep. consistency mm-hmm. and not too sour. Sometimes yes. Greek yogurt can taste yeah. more like sour cream. Yeah. And are you getting fine. full fat, non-fat, 2%? Um, Do you know? I think the one that I get is 2% because okay. it's the Greek yogurt with honey. Ooh, yum. Mm. They're all good. So good. So I'm mixing that like kind of equal parts. Like mm-hmm. I like... I like it still very crunchy, not just like mostly yogurt Ooh, yeah. and a little crunch. Yeah, I like yeah. it like crunch. coated I granola. Like I love that. <laughs> I'm on board. So that has been my breakfast lately. Mm. Also, there's salt and pepper potato chips. Ooh. Sweet oh. Lord. They're so... Have you had them? If they I have, it's been a long time. Like, okay, this is what I don't understand. They taste like the most flavorful chip in America. Mm-hmm. And it's just salt and pepper. <laughs> in America. Like, really? <laughs> It's so good. Oh. The girls are obsessed with them too. We have a problem going out at our oh, house because they just I'm gonna love have them. To get some, well, do you remember? I don't remember when this, if it was an obsession or something. I was obsessed with their Hawaiian barbecue yes. chips. And like, yes. I can eat an entire yeah, like bag it gets, on my way home. It gets dangerous for it the inside does. of my mouth. It yeah. really does. It's like real sharp. Yeah. <laughs> and like salty <laughs> canker sores. Salty. <laughs> Yes. Just like in pain. Okay. I am picking those up. So that is, I mean, that's going in my cart every time lately. Yeah. And then I picked up, this is not something you would get, but okay. to our meat eating friends. Yes. So I love euros, like mm, love euros. Okay. And it's something I feel like you have to just find like a good takeout spot for. You can't, yeah. they're kind of hard to make at home. Yeah. Unless like over you the spit. Screw up making them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so they have like in their like refrigerated section with some of their sausage and stuff like okay. that. It's like pre- made cooked all you have to do is warm them up in a skillet or Mm -hmm. microwave you and we did a skillet but Mm -hmm. just the euro meat Mm -hmm. and then they have the mediterranean flatbread oh they've got all the and then i just did oh and then they have that tzatziki cucumber garlic sauce like the dip that they have Uh that i just put that on there Mm -hmm. so i put all of that out i intentionally put it all out like all of the ingredients on the table Mm -hmm. and showed the girls how i make a Mm -hmm. euro and then i was like it's kind of like a taco. Right. But like you can make it however you want or right. you can just pick which things you want on your plate and you don't have to make yeah. it. They both made it like a legit gyro. Julia said the sentence, can you pass the tomatoes, please? <gasps> what? Okay. Just because I was letting her. Right. Like, and she put, and she's the kid who like wants to take everything apart. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. wants to take, sand. it makes yes. me so like That's my Cedric. OCD tendency. It's like, just very like hard to watch. Yeah. It's very hard. Like it's so much more delicious if you yes. take a bite than yes. if you eat like taco meat by <laughs> yes. itself. Like, ew. <laughs> so she put it all together, ate it like a gyro. Oh. So I was like, this is like, some magical, this is going to get in the rotation. Some magical gyro. Because it was, Easier than tacos, yeah, even, but yeah. something a little different. Oh, yeah. That lots of cucumber, tomato. They ate lots of veggies because they yeah. ate the cucumbers and oh. tomatoes and whatever. So you're winning. Trader Joe oh. is the one who is winning. Do you know what? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Do you know what we've done the past couple of weekends? We have done a family shopping trip with the boys mm-hmm. to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. We've gone, the sweet spot for us is Sunday morning because mm. it's real quiet, like right when they open at eight. But it has been so great. The boys have each gotten a cart. Chris and I just tear the grocery list down down the middle and we both start with one boy from either side. Mm -hmm. But they have done so awesome. Like they're just, there was a time when it was just, I mean, running into ankles and just running like, like a muck, running (laughs) a muck. With the generals. (laughs) Yes. And so anyway, yeah, just these past two times, it was just all of a sudden like, oh, wait, wait a second, you're actually helping. Yeah. This is nice. Parenting you're not running level into anyone. Exactly. And then we just like meet in the middle. It doesn't take that long because you divide yeah. a tiny store in half. Yeah. And then meet in the middle. They unload all their stuff. And anyway, it's just perfect. So pleasant. I know. It really. <laughs> Trader Joe's. Just make it to three, friends. Oh, Keep yeah. those kids alive till three. And I yeah. promise you it gets so much it easier. Really, it really and then after that magical. five, it's like real magical. Yeah. They we're can do almost all the things. We're starting to dash just turn five. And it it is so weird how, I don't know if we're just looking for it or mm-hmm. there really is. I just is. notice those transitions right around the birthdays when yeah. all of a sudden it seems like you just are a different kid. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, all of a sudden just some, it's real, good. some real different behavior. And mm-hmm. it's lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, friends. How about some neighborhood news? All right. I have a feral cat update for you. Oh. A scientific feral cat update with statistics. Statistics. Okay. okay. So I, I, w- hear it. <laughs> I m- many of you may have seen my 
almost dead from the couch rant about kindergarten <laughs> field trips on Instagram. Um, so I went with Vanessa to her class field trip to the Riparian Preserve, which is like right down the street yeah. from us, basically from both of us. Um, and this is like a reclaimed water area, but like yep. acre. I mean, it's big. Oh yeah, a few acres, a few, a few acres, several big like. like huge wildlife and yeah. natural area trees so like lots brush. of wildlife there lots of whatever so the the science man okay <laughs> it's official title as opposed to whispering bird ladies because there are some of those too that didn't use their outside voice oh to talk to kindergartners outside voices I was please. like they can't hear you you're losing them cheryl <laughs> you're losing them <laughs> <laughs> you know like you gotta come correct to oh, a group yeah. of, of kindergartners like you get gotta better get your dog strong. and pony show ready to go and be yeah. you need to show them you know who's in charge that you're on top of things and whispering no while pointing at ducks is not going to do the trick <laughs> they will all rush the pond and cheryl you will go with them so anyways this man was more on top of it. Okay. He had some he had some chutzpah. Okay. So he's telling us about solar energy and whatever. Uh, and then somehow it got into the food cycle. Okay. I was not following any of these <laughs> friends. And so the kindergartners definitely were not. Right. No. But he was talking about the food cycle and the I think it was because he was the first like center we went to. So he okay. was trying to tell us about respecting the wildlife mm, okay. at the preserve. And I can appreciate all of that. That's all fine and mm-hmm. well. And so he was saying that like Somehow he got into the fact like, yeah, we had a, we have the whole life cycle here. Like there's a mated pair of coyotes that are in there that okay. they see occasionally. Uh-huh. There's ducks, there's whatever. So he's like, but we had a couple years back around the time we were talking <gasps> about this situation, uh-huh. the cat trafficking. Oh that, yeah. That there was a feral cat issue so bad in the, in the wildlife yeah. preserve that they lost all their bunnies. <gasps> All oh the my. hawks went away. Oh my god! All the coyotes went away. Like there was, it was like Holy, huge ecosystem over, situation. Like collapse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my To gosh. where like there was like then insect issues and like just, it oh was crazy gosh. like this. And he said they went, they did this program, probably part of what yeah. they talked about with the town of Gilbert yeah. or whatever. They removed 350 Holy feral cow. cats just from the preserve. Holy cow. 350. Can't even picture that many cats. Like that's like, I can't, I just walk. That sounds terrifying. Like it really does. through there just like. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you'd just be like hitting them as you walk yeah, through. Oh my totally. God. So that's so funny because that is less yes. than a mile away, right? Yes. If maybe a mile. Right. But, and so I really it's feel so like close. we had the feral cat yeah, issue. Overflow. Yeah. I, I do remember. And I think maybe we talked about it. I remember them mentioning, and this was probably as a result of that during the housing collapse, mm-hmm. people were moving or losing their houses. Right. A lot of people would just leave their cats there. Like abandoning animals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is so sad. But I think probably then that just like, then the population yeah. boomed. Yeah. And here again with the weather, we've talked about this. I feel like people are not as conscious of like bringing their pets in. They're like, oh, right. well, they're not going to get caught out in the cold. Right. It's fine. Exactly. And so they let cats come and go more. Like, no, and they're to- not. And tortoises. Yeah, apparently, tordi <laughs> and dogs and all of the things. Oh, so my gosh. 350 Holy were removed cow. just from there. And like the ecosystem is just now coming back. Holy cow. Isn't that crazy? Yes, it like, is. Like they all got excited when they saw the coyotes because they wow. were like, oh, this means we're That's back. Good. Like From the cats. Yeah. Who knew? Feral cats, no joke. Wow. No joke, friends. Okay. Okay, so I have that to share an update. And then, okay, I don't know how to handle this. Okay. Help me, dear listeners. All right. And Kelsey, who's more friendly than I. Let's talk it out. Okay, so next door. Okay. Very nice people. Mm-hmm. I like them. They often have a lot of workers at their house. Like, first of all, our house is there still... Is this the one that's putting in the insulation? No, this is okay. the other one. Other one. Okay. So we've been there about the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. They were there a little before us because they actually bought one of the model homes. So okay. it was already... Yeah. But whatever. We moved in within a few months of each other, I think. And they have... So they're still within that one year where they have warranty work done and things that mm-hmm. they're changing. Okay. And then they have a pool guy come. Okay. And they have like car detailers that come like once oh. a week. This is, wow. They have many services. Service, yeah. Which I'm like, hey, more power to yeah. you. But we have a very, like our houses are a little closer together there, uh-huh. I feel like, uh-huh. um, sideways. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we have big backyards and right. bigger space that way, but we have less like 
yeah. what's the word horizontal space yeah. like neck between mm-hmm. houses and so our driveways are pretty close together and shorter driveways too yeah then then we do yes. here like we kind of have a little lo- like bigger longer yeah. front yards here so everything feels a little more compact uh-huh. in the front yeah well and then we live on the front frontage road there where you can't park on the one side because it's a fire lane right there's not houses on the other side Mm -hmm. so almost always Mm -hmm. there is like a service vehicle or one of their trucks or something like partially blocking our driveway really which like we have three cars which i mean we don't have to have three cars but we do and so like there's one in the driveway as it is Uh so like you're having to squeak by and then like turn around this it's just one of those things that like how do you actually bring that up right and so who who is like a service vehicle is usually it's a service vehicle but sometimes like they have quite a few vehicles because there's like grown kids there too so they're you know like 18 year olds or whatever so there's maybe like five cars between all of them yeah so I just feel like it's, and they're not fully blocking it. It's just like, I always have to be really conscious because it right. would be like maybe a foot of the truck exactly. is like. It could be just enough that yeah, you think it's clear. That I would nail it. Yes. So I feel like it's one of those things. Like I got, I was having one of those really irritated conversations in my head. Yeah. yeah. I was pulling out for school and the pool guy was there. And I feel like the pool guy is a, a pretty Ooh, bad offender like of this. Like a frequent offender. Because in my, in my opinion too. So the, the spot that they're parking is always like the spot between our two driveways. Mm-hmm. Well, in my opinion, if you're working on their house, mm-hmm. err on the side of blocking Block their, their driveway, driveway, right? Exactly. Because like they understand that you're there or for that you, or they can come there. tell you to move. Exactly. But like, but they never do. They're always right. like afraid to do that. So they block ours. And I'm just like, okay, I hate to be a cranky neighbor, yeah. but, but so I, he was coming, he's always like there as I'm leaving to pick a kid up. I don't mm-hmm. know what time it is, mm-hmm. but he's walking out to his truck and I just was like, what if I just rolled down the window and I'd be, and just like, can you not, can you just not <laughs> like I was having this, I'm like, but what is the nice way to right? You're going to sound bitchy no matter how you say that you're going to sound like you're complaining over a small thing. Cause you kind of are. Well, you are, but then at the same time, I do feel like it's, inconveniencing you and it sounds like on a daily basis like that is just one of those little irksome yeah. things that then it's just like the rock in your and shoe you're not technically supposed to do that right like, it's just like follow the rules yeah, it's, it's like the, it's like the people who yes. park just like over the line and the yeah. parking spots it's like but it's just a little bit rude yeah <laughs> but then it affects like the yeah. next car and the next car yes okay um so i Ultimately, if you want to do anything, you would need to talk with them, which that's always hard to talk to a neighbor about anything. But have you, but you've met them before? We have. And really, I should have probably, I have to wait till there's probably an egregious one because there was a particular situation where Mm -hmm. someone was doing some work in their backyard Mm -hmm. and they were actually like using our pathway and driveway as like a path up to their house oh, instead no. of ours because oh our gosh. two right. back gates are right next to I each gotcha. other and their truck was yeah. further over by oh. our house yeah. but I'm like oh. and at one point they were like eating their lunch up against my back gate <laughs> and my dogs were going insane I'm like have lunch in their backyard <laughs> yes. like what are you doing Come on. so that I, that would have been a time for me to maybe say something yeah. and have like a I feel like a better yeah. Like actual complaint where that yeah. could be like, you know, and I've just noticed like, I know there's not a lot of room to park, but right. a lot of times something's blocking and I have to get past. Right. Like Jeremiah's parked in the driveway already when yeah. he's been working from home. So I right. have to like squeeze my car out. Right. So, right. I mean, I think that a baked good <laughs> always, some kind, right? always just always helps, you know, uh-huh. uh, diffuse any tension going over there and just you know, wanted to bring this to you. And I, I wanted to bring up, you know, a little something to you. Like, I'm sure you haven't noticed and I don't mean to complain. Exactly. Exactly. You might, you might not have noticed, but just really frequently, um, when there's some service trucks here or it's just blocking my driveway just enough that I'm just nervous that I'm going to hit someone's car. Yeah. No, that's a good way to do it. You know, so your face is just friendlier than mine. <laughs> like when you say that you look so sweet, I'm going to need to practice in the mirror. And I think maybe to be like, you know, I do like school drop off in the morning and then pick up. So I'm coming and going right. a lot, like kind right. of emphasizing that. Okay. I mean, I feel like if you just present it, you, you have got a sweet face, Erica. Well, they won't be able, they won't be but able to. I do to. this a lot. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> 
no scrunching yeah i do a lot of scrunching and i feel like i might scrunch at the wrong time i think i definitely scrunched at the pool guy the other day and i might as well have rolled down the window and be like could you not well you know i think you you talk to the neighbors you you bring the bread you know (laughs) break bread together exactly bringing up the bread and just Whew. explain, you know, I don't want to hit anybody's yes, car. Yes, I like that. I like and that approach. And then hopefully they will then like yes. remind the pool guy, the other guy, hey, the neighbors mentioned da-da-da. Right. That way you can kind of also like hopefully the message will get across to them and their cars, but you can sort of be blaming That's the true. service cars. Because really you know? the service cars are worse, but sometimes yeah. the big and, truck And even block. you could even, I think, mention like, I think, you know, it seems like the, the pool... The pool service car is, is the, there kind of a lot. Is the worst offender. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> kind of a lot. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's better to say now. True. Just because if it goes on for so long, then it's harder to say something later. Or yes. if it somehow got worse. Yes. It's just kind of easier because then if they ever notice it, I bet they'd be like, ooh, that's definitely what she was talking about. Right. I better talk to that guy. They're and probably I do, just completely I do unaware. feel like it's one of those things where like it doesn't actually affect much, but there's mm-hmm. this certain like defensiveness you get about like, like my property, like that's my like space. Is, yeah, like I don't yeah. want to be the grouchy old lady, but right. it feels like taking advantage, right? right? It feels like right. encroaching like, on. I am actually entitled to right. this, like ten. And foot I shouldn't wide. have to have a conversation with right. you to know that. But yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I think just okay. kind of reminding. Okay, I like it. Thank okay. you. Thank you, you for that it. neighborly advice. You can do it. Well, I haven't technically. Jeremiah has technically introduced himself. Okay. The woman is not out and very friendly. I will say. Mm, okay. But maybe she thinks the same of me. Maybe she is friendly, but not in a neighborly sort of way. Right. He can be very friendly. And I've chatted, but I haven't been like, oh, by the way, I'm Erica. And it's getting to one of those things Mm, where it's taking a while. It's going a little bit past where I probably should have. Right. That's okay. You know what? That's fine because... (laughs) You're such a good neighbor coach. This this is great. You can... You can bring over the bread. You can even bring over, I like to do this for new neighbors, like just a, like a regular card. And on the, and you say too, like, oh, I'm just including a card. So you have our phone number mm-hmm, if you ever need mm-hmm. anything. And then, <laughs> and there's just a little something I need to, I wanted to bring up with you. Okay. Okay. You know? So friendly, friendly. Little, little bit of, Just a little something. Just, just a little, little <laughs> total reasonable request. It's a little nothing. Exactly. It's a little nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right, be, I like it. That would be so understandable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, great. and just like, I'm right. Ex- <laughs> You're right. <laughs> about so. that situation. Yes. It's not like a difference of opinion. Exactly. Like that is my driveway. Exactly. So I, as long as I'm nice about it, You're it's not okay. like asking them to remove their, a political side or right, something. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just not with that? <laughs> you can do it. Okay. I think this Thanks is going to be for good neighbor relations Ooh. for years to I'll come. I'll give you an update, but it may take a few weeks. All right. I'm going to keep encouraging. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we have. I think so. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. You know where you can find us on Instagram. We're Hi Girls Next Door and find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Our website is girlnextdoorpodcast.com and email address is highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Um, I, I'm planning to not stay. What? What did I say? I'm sorry, throat bubble. You're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it when you play it back. (laughs) What is the deal? (laughs) It must happen. Otherwise, it just it doesn't matter because I don't have a microphone in front of me, like at your throat. I'm sure otherwise you just don't. I think I gulp like carbonated beverages (laughs) too much and swallow air, and then (laughs) that is so funny. That's so (sighs) funny. I don't burp. I just have throat bubbles. (laughs) I love it. Sorry. That's fine. All right. (sighs) Goodbye to the evening recordings. It's the end of an era. It really is. We've been doing this for more than four years. Newborns. With newborns and new children. (laughs) Seriously. What is wrong with crazy times? (laughs) Doesn't that feel exhausting to think about? Yes. It has been, but we just did it anyway.
That How is insane. How did we do it? I don't know. 